Welcome to the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome with Melissa Kirscher and Wendy Bowlesby. Welcome, dear listeners, to Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. I am Melissa, and instead of Wendy today, we have guest Wendy, Barb Lynn. Yay! Say hi, Barb. Hi, Barb. <laughs> I can't remember if you've been on our podcast. Yes, you have. You've been I, on our podcast before. I believe the last time I was on your podcast was before you took your break. Yeah. And... and was I even in Texas? Yes, I was in Texas for Butt Numathon. Yes, that's that. 2017? Yeah, yeah something or like whatever. that. Whatever. Yeah. It's been a. Yes. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. Listen, we go way back. We do, we do. <laughs> so, dear listeners, Barb is with us. Uh, Wendy is out of surgery. I, uh, I saw a text that uh, she is out of su- surgery and doing well. So, hooray yes. for that. Yay! And, uh, dear listeners, she is fine. Uh, she was just. It, Managing things, it's not. Listen, you get old unsafe or... and stuff happens, and you got to take care of business. Yeah, it's true. So, yay, Wendy. Wendy is getting things fixed. It's lovely. So, Barb, uh, we are here on the morning after the opening night. And so, uh, there were two film slots last night, mm-hmm. and we saw some movies. Yeah, we did. At the Alamo Draft House here in lovely. Austin, Texas. So what did you see in your first time slot, Barb? I got to see the uh, premiere, the new Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Um, Peter Dinklage stars as Toxie. Yeah. Um, Kevin Bacon's in it. Elijah Wood is in it. Um, There are two actresses from Ted Lasso that are in it. <gasps> yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to tell you who. Oh my goodness. You're going to have to go watch oh it. Oh my goodness. Find out who. That's amazing. Um it's so it was it was really really well done. Like it's still very much the Toxic Avenger. Good. Um and they did a really good job of keeping very close to the source and original material. Yeah. Um but updating it. Good. Yeah. Good. And like it's fun and funny and oh buddy are there some real good kills. Oh glorious. Yes. Glorious. True to trauma. Yes. Uh, I, I hear that uh, Lloyd Kaufman was here last night too. He was. Awesome. How's he doing? Um, he's such an adorable little old man. He is. Um, he is. It was so cute because he actually presented a um, uh, 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 St. Trauma Community Educator, uh, Community College, uh, quote unquote, diploma. Okay. Um, to what? Mason, the the new director. Um, okay. As yeah. sort of a way of like passing the torch. Aww. Um, it was so it was adorable. Aww, was like, that's very sweet. And he's it was sort of like yeah 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 that's nice feels good that's good. nice that's good. I've never been that much of a fan of Toxic Avenger for whatever reason. I'm 
I don't which is why I passed up on it for a different movie. Yeah. But uh, I did get at least one paycheck in my life from Troma for doing Toxic Avenger comics uh, back when I was coloring and lettering comics. And so, respect to Troma. Nice. <laughs> uh, I have a very strange attachment to the Toxic Avenger. It was one of, like, the first movies that I can remember that I saw that I should not have seen. And, oh. after, and after my parents found out that I saw it, they kind of yelled at me. Um, and it's like the first movie that I remember seeing like full frontal nudity in. Yeah. And because I was just like, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, trauma. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like, yeah, I just, I've always, and then, you know, like I know that there's a multitude of films that I've had, I've seen some of them intermittently um, that they've done for Toxic Avenger and it's just it's so campy and delightful and yeah. wonderful and it's just like it's it's my kind of horror that's it's amazing. really what it boils down to perfect perfect yeah I'm so happy I'm so happy that it was the big opening night movie oh. and people seem to like it yes and you know it's it's got you know people who like Elijah Wood everybody loves Elijah here how can you not yeah and uh I saw his sister yesterday, actually. She came oh, by fun. to say hi <laughs> to to our little group sitting at the table. And it's like, oh, Elijah must be here because his sister showed up. And I I didn't see Zach, but, you know, Zach, his brother Zach is usually here. And mm -hmm. It's family. Family. Yeah. He's family. Yeah. Uh, I love the fact. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about Elijah Wood for a hot second. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that he has just reached the point in time where he can just do whatever he wants. It's yes. not like a... It, it, like, we were kind of discussing this a little bit yesterday, yeah. and it was just like, at no point in time is anyone ever going to be like, oh, I wonder what Elijah Wood is up to these days. You want to know what Elijah Wood is up to these days? He's doing whatever he wants in yes. whatever film he wants. Yes. He's he's good. And, he's and good. his tastes are fucking weird, and I love it. Oh, yeah. so... He and Daniel Radcliffe. Yes! Yeah. Yes! Yes! Both of them. Yes! You know, after doing their big franchise, uh -huh. they can they can take that movie and do fuck all for the rest of their yep. lives, and they're doing such interesting stuff. Oh, I and love... I love when you see folks like that who are so, like, committed and mainstream, and then they're just like, hard left turn, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna do all this weird stuff. Yeah. I love weird stuff. Yeah. And not chasing the A-list thing. Yes. It's just... Just do whatever the fuck you want, and, yeah, and like produce movies, and that I think yeah. is when like you actually get like the best out of like actors and producers yeah. is when they're like, it's not like oh god, I need to have a paycheck. It's a, I want to do this because I love this. Yes, yeah. and also not a, I'm going to do this because it, it need boosts it, my need, brand or right. or it, you know, makes me seem cool or anything. It's just this is what I want to do, yep. and. And I have weird taste, and therefore the stuff I'm going to do is weird. Yep. Love it. Love it. So, uh, dear listeners, moving on to the next thing, what I saw in that time yes. slot. Because, because that, it is what I felt like I wanted my uh, first movie to be. Mm. Baby Assassins 2. <gasps> I'm so jealous that you saw yeah. that first. Well... But it's so great. Are you gonna? You're gonna catch do, it later. Yes, I oh, good, do have good. it in my second half because I was. That was that was one of the few that I was like, 
I will move mountains to make sure I see Baby Assassins yes. 2. But I was like, ah, Baby Assassins 2 or Toxic Avenger, I wasn't totally sure. And then there's this whole aspect of like, but Toxic Avenger is going to be big released. Yeah. But I really wanted to like see it first. Well, yeah. And the, the opening movie, you know, usually they roll out, you know, the producers and yes. the few stars and do stuff, stuff. You know, stuff and party, things. Stuff and things, confetti cannons and all that yeah. fucking shit. Um, but Baby Assassins 2 mm. is something that we discovered, what was it, two years ago when it came out? I was going to say 2021. Yeah, because yeah. it was the weird it, pandemic, everybody spaced out year. Right. Everybody's and Everybody's going had to, to different theaters. Yeah, it was like six different theaters and you had to purchase individual tickets and yeah. blah, blah, blah. It was a very yeah. weird Fantastic Fest. Yeah, Fantastic Fest 2021, and we saw it, and it was absolutely delightful. Um, we we talked about it on, Wendy and I talked about it in the previous podcast we just did, and um, but yeah, just to refresh memories, it is not assassins who are babies, or babies getting assassinated. It's two young Japanese girl teen teenagers who have been trained to be master assassins and that's pretty much all they're good at yeah they're, they're otherwise hot yeah. messes otherwise they they're, they're just kind of so teen awkward girls, uh just living can't, in an apartment eating ice cream and can't have their normal part-time jobs yeah. because they inevitably accidentally kill people when they get frustrated yeah. or inadvertently mad at them and when they're when they're on in assassin mood they're really oh. good the the these, these are movies with fantastic fight choreography. Oh, my God. And so the sequel is more of the same. It's more yes. Baby Assassins, which is exactly yes. one I wanted. It's the two girls again doing badass fighting and muttering to each other, you know, and uh, spectacularly failing at oh. their their uh, the rest of their lives. Like, the... This is like first scene. The the thing that springs the motion in this sequel is that uh, they discovered that they signed up for gym membership like five years ago and then never went, and now they've gotten a huge debt <laughs> that oh. <laughs> <laughs> they have to pay off. And then you know things things uh, it's like oh we have to pay for that and you know it. <laughs> we, we forgot to uh, either pay for it or cancel it. So now they have this huge debt to their uh, Assassin's Guild. <laughs> and it, it, it goes weird from there. But, but also there are, there's another pair of Assassins who are working part-time and they want to go full-time. Oh. And, and they're two young boy teenager Assassins okay. that are kind of like mirroring... The two girl assassins, and mayhem ensues. Excellent. Yes, yes. very excited. It's glorious. It's glorious. I, uh, fans of Baby Assassins one, and why wouldn't you be a fan of Baby oh Assassins one? Baby Assassins two is great. Excellent. I I will say this: the only spoiler that I know because I specifically asked. So divert your ears, dear listener, if if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah, spoiler alert for about the next twelve seconds. Uh, my biggest fear was when I read the little synopsis and it was like introducing two teen boys. Yeah. I was like, so help me God if they try to make them be their boyfriends. No. I will be so very mad and walk out because like, again, a little bit of a spoiler alert in my head, at least like it's not overt or anything, but they're so queer coded and they're oh, yeah. super gay and in love with one another. Yeah. Um, 
And so I was just like, if they, like in the first one, and so I was like, if they try to be like, here's your competition and they're cute boys that you're going to fall in love with, I was going to be so fucking pissed. And it's not that at all. And that's what somebody told me. And I was like, okay, thank you. That's all I needed. Like, that's all I needed to know. Because if it was, I was going to need to have like some real deep, heartfelt internal monologues yeah. and trying to figure out if I wanted to see it. Yeah. So that's the only thing I know about it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very excited. It's a very like, oh, important thing to know. It, yes, they they absolutely do not take that tactic. It's <gasps> all about those two girls. I love they, them. They're in a she relationship and <sighs> and that is unmarred. I love it. Good. <laughs> and also, oh my God, the I'm going to forget her name, but the blonde one oh. is her skills as a martial artist on film is fucking amazing. So she is just hypnotic to watch. Oh yeah. So Heidi and I, one of our other housemates, um, two nights ago rewatched Baby Assassins. Yes. And like I was like, oh I forgot about her. Oh I forgot about that part. Oh I forgot about that part. But like the big fight scene at the end, I was just like, oh that's right. That's why I love her so much. Yeah. Because she is just enthralling to watch. Yes. Yeah. Just. Her, her presence as... Oh, hello, pupper. Oh. Oh. oh, you must be a puppy. Hello. Yeah. Oh, good. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm bringing out the worst new dog. <laughs> Thank you. Dear listeners, we are actually uh, recording outside the Alamo Draft House, and mm-hmm. the, the dog walkers come by here uh, every few minutes, and it's like, oh, dog. There were some very good dogs on this block. Yes. Anyway, <coughs> uh, the, the blonde woman is, her fighting style is so unusual. Like, it's, it's very loose, and I mean... The best way that I can describe it is, like, purposeful chaotic. Yes. Yes, and it, I mean, she's very targeted and very intense, but there's kind of this looseness to her body language, and yet when she throws a punch or, or kicks, it's very, very focused. Yeah. It, uh, just beautiful to watch. It's uh, like dance. It's yay. glorious. Yeah. So I really enjoyed Baby Assassins too. Good, 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 good. Um, so that was our first round of yes. movies. The second round of movies, I was a wimp and went home to go to bed no, at no. a reasonable point in time. You were sensible. Sensible. I went to yes. bed way too late. <laughs> so I did see second round movie. Yes. Um, I got into sleep, which I'm very happy about because that's one of the ones that I was really interested in seeing once I went through all the movies. Uh, it's a Korean horror film. Okay. Um, it is the the premise is there is this married couple, they the woman is pregnant and um, you know she's she's like an exec or you know she works in at a computer in business and then mm-hmm. her husband's an actor and you know just like you know low level actor trying to make his way right. and they're you know they're they are excited about the future, baby coming along, he's uh, kind of making inroads at it into like TV acting nice. and and he but at night he starts to sleepwalk. Okay. Like and it's really creepy. So like he sits up in bed and he says like somebody's here and then falls back asleep. 
and then like the next night, you know, he starts like scratching himself in his sleep, and you know, the woman takes his hand away, and he keep keeps scratching at himself, and like they wake up in the morning, and he's like dug gouges into his face, oh, not man. like not like horror movie, like oh no, his flesh is gone. No, it's like very real. Like, if you were really itchy, like... Yeah, and, and sleeping and not really in control. Yeah. Uh, you're, he, so he starts, like, damaging himself. Oh. And, um... Okay, so quick question. Yeah. So when he wakes up, well, when he sleepwalks... Yeah. Because he doesn't technically wake up. Does she wake up? And so she is, yeah. like, the one seeing all of this? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Ooh. she's seeing all this happen because he... He increasingly is getting into stuff around the apartment and is getting increasingly dangerous, like damage to himself or Oof. possibly others. Ooh. And but it's all like really rooted in things that act, people actually do when they have a sleep problem like yeah. that. So it's very grounded, and but it's it's very. Uh, well handled. It's really creepy, and you really feel for these people, especially since the uh, two actors have this great chemistry together. They're wonderful together, and apparently they've like co-starred in like three other romantic movies before this. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, and so they're they they've worked together, and you can tell that um, they just have a really nice spark, and you're mm-hmm. really rooting for these people. It's like. Oh my God! This this would be horrifying. Yeah. If you know you, you're watching your loved one just turn into something else and have no control oh, over it, and you know it it goes from there. And it it uh, what I most like about this movie is how simply it it plays its cards. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a fairly low budget movie. It is. Um, not really over the top in anything, but it's you know it's it's about this drama and tension between them. Yeah. And what happens when the baby arrives? Oh, so the baby does arrive. Oh yes. Oh. So there there's like constantly advancing stakes in all of this. Oh. Yeah. And it's it's really good. Yeah. I I thought it was a smashing little horror film. And nice. Yeah. Yeah, they did a lot with not very much money, and okay. um, pretty much uh, all rests on the uh, you know the the director and editor, but also the two leads mm-hmm. who are just magnificent. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So if you get a chance to catch that one sleep. later in the fest, okay. yeah, sleep. It's really nice. good. So you would say don't sleep. Don't on sleep on sleep. There you go. There's the tagline. <laughs> I think it also, uh, it, it's been going around the festivals this year, and nice. it's been doing well at other festivals. So. Good. Hooray. Love to see that. Love and to hear that. The, and the director was here, and the lead actress was here, and it was like, yay. Oh, fun. Yay. We got to show them our love, so that was good. Really cool. Yeah, I mean, because that's a slight deviation, but kind of related to that is, with the SAG AFRA strike and everything going yeah. on, we don't have a lot of the normal talent that we do. Right. But when you start talking international films, they don't have the SAG AFRA union or anything right. like that. So this is an opportunity for them to still be here and mm-hmm. you know, present and represent and promote and everything. Yeah. So 
Yep. And, you know, as always, it's really great to see in, in the days of like genre oversaturation in the American market. Yeah. Um, or, or rather, or over corporatization is probably the better way to put it. Yes. Um, like big franchises and not, nothing else, it sucks all the air out of the room. Yeah. Seeing the little stuff, the little genre stuff coming out of other countries, just like, oh, oh, it warms my heart. It yeah. makes me happy. All right. All right. So, uh, dear listeners, Barb and I are going to go in for our next round of movies. And yes. we will catch you on tomorrow's podcast. Boop, boop. Yeah. Thank you for joining us in the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. Our theme song was written by Tim Wick and Jeffrey Brown and recorded and mastered by Chad Dutton. New episodes arrive every Thursday. You can find us on iTunes and on Stitcher. You can also visit us at xanaducinema.com, follow us on Twitter at Xanadu Cinema, and like us on Facebook at Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. <laughs>